Hi, and welcome to the special edition of the Ham Radio TV podcast. Today's date is November 29th, 2020, and I have a special guest with us from Atlanta, Georgia. She works in one of the local emergency rooms in Atlanta, and uh, today's topic is a very major topic, and it evolves around COVID-19, and we want to talk about why you should take this seriously. And now I'm going to turn it over to uh, LaShondra. Um, Basically, um, Sean, I wanted to ask you, what got you involved into emergency medicine and uh, what uh, brought you into that uh, interest? What just had a strong desire to be in a first responder position? Um, Like I said, life throws so many curveball and crises at us. It's just that desire to respond to the crisis and de-escalate the crisis in order to address the issue. So with that appetite, um, I said, you know, the emergency room is a perfect place. Um, number one, it gives me an adrenaline rush. And number two, there's never a dull moment. So, And we've been talking about the fact of the number of COVID cases in different states. And you had mentioned that Georgia is considered a hot zone. Um, is that really the case? Absolutely, you bet. I mean, you know, right now as we have this conversation, the population right now of confirmed, these are confirmed cases now. This is, you know, as far as CDC knows of the amount of people that have it, we're sitting at approximately a half a million people right now, just in Georgia alone. And that's the number of people that we know have it versus the rest of the people that we don't know who have it, but who don't know they have it themselves. So, yes. Well, let me ask you this. To keep people from potentially being affected by this particular virus, what should they do um, to avoid being impacted by it? Definitely following the guidelines, the CDC guidelines, you know, staying six feet apart, okay? Not putting yourself in an environment where there's, you know, a lot of people, a crowd, so to speak. Um, the main thing that everyone can do is wear a mask. You know, I, I don't think we understand that when we inhale, when we exhale, we breathe in carbon dioxide, we breathe in oxygen, we breathe out carbon dioxide. And what we don't know is that, you know, when we're talking, you know, we have droplets, okay, that we can't see. Okay, and if you have on a mask and you're engaging in conversation, you're breathing, you can contain those droplets. It protects you, okay, and it also protects others in your environment as well. So that's that's the first thing, first and foremost. And then, of course, just, you know, keep your hands washed. Um, you know, we got in public to be mindful of hand sanitizer and utilizing that. Um, not being in doubt about the mask. Uh, again, not putting yourself in an environment where there's a lot of people. So just obeying those things and being mindful. Um, it's not just for yourself, but for others as well. And I understand that Georgia has enforced uh, a fine uh, for people that don't wear the mask. Uh, is that the case? Not as of yet. Um, I actually had lunch with a lady yesterday who was actually from London. And she, which is her hometown, and she mentioned that, of course, Singapore is not wrestling with this. Because what they did was they, for a whole month, okay, the government shut down everything for an entire for four weeks. And what they did was, in the midst of shutting things down, they did enforce a policy, a mask, uh, what's called a mask policy, where if you violated it, if you were caught in public without a mask, there was a, it was an automatic $1,500 fine. 
okay? So something that's stringent, of course, it deterred people from like, uh, disobeying the laws, okay? So number one, people wore masks in public. Number two, for four weeks, they remained confined, and guess what happened in London? They had they got a grip on this COVID thing, and they're not wrestling with it to the capacity that we are because they obey the rules and, and everybody works together. So, and there's another thing that I heard that people have said that originally COVID did not originate from the U.S. It came from another country. Is that really the case? Is that true? Probably so. Um, I was just looking at the numbers from earlier this year. I remember, it was, you know, overseas somewhere at first. And then, of course, the United States, if I'm not mistaken, had its first case back in January. I think it was like in Washington, if I'm not mistaken. Um, someone had flew over from somewhere and, of course, tested positive after they came back. So um, it didn't originate here that I do know because, um, remember, it was somewhere else initially. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, our government was not concerned about it. They was like, oh, it's over there. We'll be fine. It's okay, and then people started traveling. Okay, and mm-hmm. what happened? It, it was brought over here. So, absolutely. And the the biggest thing I wanted to ask you is because you're involved in the medical field, um, is do they have to wear the PPEs and the masks and all the gear um, when you're inside of an environment like that? Do you have to do the same thing? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's called PPE, absolutely. Um, it actually takes longer to put all that stuff on because, you know, you have to put it on. You have to put it on correctly. You have to make sure that you're sealed, you know, your face is sealed. Um, every part of your body is sealed, okay, correctly. And it takes longer. It takes effort to put all that stuff on before you actually walk into the patient and assess the patient. Absolutely. And, you know, I just wanted to ask you, if you had a message for anybody out there um, to basically say, hey, this is a serious thing and people need to take it serious, um, what would you say to our viewers? I would definitely say, please wear your mask, wash your hands. Um, this is not a hoax, um, it's not a joke. Um, being in the emergency room every day and seeing patients come in with positive as COVID, um, it's, it's, it's a reality. This is a reality for us. And until we start taking it seriously, we won't be able to overcome it. Um, like I said before, you know, the ICU beds are 85% capacity. So, you know, if you and a loved one get sick and you need an ICU bed, that's going to be a problem because now there's a bed shortage. So this, this thing is real. Okay. And uh, finally, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast uh, tonight to kind of bring the, uh, the subject home to the viewers and the listeners so that they get some general idea. I really do appreciate you coming. No problem. And if, again, you know, if we can all just work together. You know, we might not be able to fight this thing overnight, but by and by, day by day, if we all work together, you know, and just obey the rules, okay, we can really get a grip on this thing. We really can. Well, thank you so much again. And for more information, please be sure to visit the SPC or the websites related into local media about COVID. And uh, we'll uh, go ahead and end this podcast. Have a good day.